Welcome to the Talent Development Think Tank Podcast. The number one podcast for learning and talent development professionals. Now here's your host, Andy Storch. Welcome back to the Talent Development Think Tank Podcast. I'm your host, Andy Storch, and this is our bonus Q&A episode with Dr. Angela Stopper, who is the Chief Learning Officer at UC Berkeley. If you haven't yet listened to my first interview with Angela Stopper about all the changes she's made at UC Berkeley, make sure you go back and check that out. This is our bonus Q&A round, and we're going to start here, Angela. What has been your greatest career accomplishment or proudest moment in your career so far? Oh my gosh, Andy, there's been so many. I am so proud of the team we built at UC Berkeley. We have an incredibly robust portfolio of services that we offer. I could not be more proud of the accomplishment that we have within our university. I think that we would rival any learning and development shop in any Fortune 50 company. And I could not be more proud of the leadership at Berkeley for funding that, of the team for, for being innovative and creative. Super proud. Well, just listening to everything that you have done there, I agree. I, it sounds like you could rifle anybody at uh, any other big company. On the flip side of that, Angela, what has been one of your biggest failures or mistakes in your career? What did you learn from it? Right. Well, you know, failure, I'm not really familiar with that term because I was like- <laughs> Growth mindset, right? Right, right. Yeah. It's uh, quoting one of my favorite movies, Mrs. Peacock from the movie Clue in the 80s. I've never done anything wrong. <laughs> clearly kidding. Clearly kidding. Yeah. You know, I think when I think of fail, I don't think of it as a word. I think of it as an acronym. Mm. We love acronyms. I love to think of fail as being your first attempt at learning or further attempts at learning. And there's been so many times where I've tried things and they just didn't quite work out. We tried to launch a program with our crew team once, which was a super cool concept where leaders would come together and they would bring their teams and we would do some leadership development, then put them out on the river in a crew boat because that builds trust super quickly. I yeah. still think it's a fabulous concept and think it would be an incredible program. Mm. We just couldn't find the market for it. So, yeah. but you know, if as long as you look at it as your first attempt in learning or further attempts in learning, I think you're going to do just fine. That's right. You're trying stuff. I like to think with a growth mindset, there's no such thing as failure. There's only learning and growth, but there are lots of things that we try that don't go the way we planned yeah. as we wanted them to. And those are generally, that's generally the definition for failure. When you think about talent development broadly, Angela, what's, what do you think one of the biggest challenges in talent development today? Oh, you know, I think it's truly making sure that everybody knows that talent development is part of their job. I think it's making sure people know they need to own their development and they need to be willing to take advantage of the opportunities versus waiting to be done to. We need managers to know and have the courage and the skill to help have those developmental conversations. They also need to take action. Learning and development teams need to have the resources, people and financial, you know, to make sure their, their portfolios are robust. We're doing this all when resources and times are constrained and everybody's busy and they're putting out fires and they're, you know, thinking of long-term benefit versus short-term benefit because workforce strategy is long-term benefit. Development is long-term benefit. You don't see the fruits of those labors quite as quickly as you do in some of the short-term planning. But I tell you, if you don't do it, your ROI is going to be impacted in the future. So it's that making sure people have the long-term vision and plan when sometimes the short term is just so much more compelling, honestly. Yeah. yeah, usually is. What's a trend that you're following or excited about in talent development right now? Yeah. You know, 
the time compression around middle managers is something we really need to pay attention to. I think middle managers are working extremely hard and they're hearing that they're not doing enough or they're, they need to do less with less, which is a term we just need to stop saying because it doesn't ever happen. But, you know, I think we need to start thinking about how we can, we can help those middle managers really be successful. We need to look at individual contributors and realize that not every individual contributor wants their career ladder to move into management. So we need to start thinking about how are we building development in career lattices or treasure maps or whatever we want to call it that's just not a step to a management position. I think people are talking a lot about passion and purpose and happiness and fulfillment and positive culture and and all these things. I think these are trends that in learning and development are really impactful for us. One of the silver linings, in my opinion, of COVID is that it really forced us to revisit some of these practices that we have said, well, this is just the way you work. You work from eight to noon and then you work from one to five. And COVID made us revisit some of those habits. And I think that we would be really remiss if we didn't learn from those and think about what that means for work moving forward. Absolutely. Angela, is there a book that has made a big impact for you or that you often recommend? Oh, I love to read. I often don't read industry books, but I, I love it to read. It doesn't have to be an industry it. book, yeah. You know what? So I, I also love TED Talks and podcasts. A TED Talk that made an unbelievable impression on me is by a, a blogger named Tim Urban. And he writes a blog called Wait But Why? And it's fascinating. And and he helps me get out of my learning and development head and just think about other things, which is really powerful. And he has a procrastination TED Talk. I am personally not a procrastinator, but it was truly life-changing in that through a very comical way, he helped me get in the head of procrastinators, which made me a, a better leader. I loved it. It it really kind of advanced my own thinking through fun and comedy and also a little bit of action. Yeah. There's also a TED Talk by a gentleman named Andy Harganon, who's a faculty member I used to work with at UC Davis, called It's Not About the Idea. And it dispels this notion that innovation is like a lone genius phenomenon. He talks about mm. creating penicillin and how that kind of accidental discovery of penicillin was only possible because of the network that that was surrounded around the people that made it. Mm. Th- those two TED Talks really just were unbelievably helpful in kind of expanding yeah. the way that I think about learning and development in general. I love that. Two great ones right there. Angela, last question, and I have a bonus last question. For those listening in talent development who are looking for ways to grow in their careers, what's one more piece of advice you would give? You know, build your network. Get to know people. Get to know people like Andy. Get to know people at the Association for Talent Development. Get to know people. Build your network because it doesn't matter what industry you're in. People are people are people. And if you kind of think about your network and you talk to people and you learn from them, you are going to go amazingly far. You know, one of the really interesting things about talent development right now is that our society is full of a lot of knowledge workers. And that's really exciting because knowledge workers, by definition, are smart people. So it's not like we're training people how to do their job. We're in that continual growth where, where knowledge is key space. And if you can start thinking about talent development like that and thinking about your network as how you're going to help advance those knowledge workers to be even more successful, you know, 
I think it opens up the doors to talent development, having that place at the C-suite table, which is really critical. We need to be part of business strategy. And the only way you'll get there is by being strategic, being thoughtful, being able to bounce ideas off of other people in other industries, take what you learn, bring it into your industry. You know, I think talent development is maybe not for the faint of heart. I think you need courage. You need to be nimble. You need to be thoughtful. You need to be strategic. You need to have blue sky thinking, even when the world is scary and gross and gray and close-minded. And, and all these things are so important and you can't do it if you don't have an amazing support network to help prop you up when you need to pay attention to you and take care of your own self so that you can continue to take care of the world around you. Could not agree more. Don't try to do it alone. You need that network, knowing great people. I know you're all about it. Okay, last bonus question of the bonus round. I don't think they've played since 1966, but if Penn State played UC Berkeley in the Rose Bowl, who would you be rooting for? Oh my gosh, I can't possibly answer that question. Um, <laughs> I'm such a huge football fan. Yeah, I, I, you know what, Andy? I would wear my my Cal Bears shirt underneath my Nittany Lions jersey. All right. Yeah, I hope I, that I, they could both somehow win. Can you tie? And I don't think you can tie in football anymore. They used to for a long great? time. I got overtime now. They'll play all <laughs> night in, in college. I think they still have ties in the NFL. All right. I thought, I wonder how, if I'd get you with that one. Totally. But thanks, Angela. I'll have to for, make one of those half and half jerseys that you see the moms <laughs> wearing sometimes. It's half this team and half yeah, that. Yeah. Yeah. I love it. All right, Angela, this was great. Thank you again for coming on and sharing all of your wisdom and experience. I appreciate it. And uh, I look forward to keeping in touch and talking more in the future. Thank you so much, Andy. It's been a true pleasure. As Andy said, reach out to me, LinkedIn, astopper at berkeley.edu. Love to keep the conversation going and learning from you as well. Thank you, Andy, for bringing us all together. As I said, you're, you're my hero in this space. Thank you for making sure we have space to continue taking care of our mind, body, and soul as learning and development professionals. Thank you so much, Angela. All right, take care. All right, that will do it for my bonus Q&A interview with Dr. Angela Stopper from Cal Berkeley. I hope you enjoyed that conversation. I definitely did. She is just uh, such an interesting person, has done some great work there at Berkeley. And obviously, they are continuing to work on improving talent management, performance reviews, career development opportunities. And I'm looking forward to talking with her more soon and also getting her booked in as a guest speaker for our talent development think tank community later this year in 2023. If you're not yet a member, come check us out. All the info is on our website, talentdevelopmentthinktank.com. And when you sign up, you can use the code podcast to get 10% off. So when you sign up at talentdevelopmentthinktank.com, use the code podcast to get 10% off your membership fee for the lifetime of your membership. All right, thank you again for listening and I will talk to you next time. <laughs>